And the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Merry Christmas, everyone. Did you see the Chevy commercial? The Chevy Christmas commercial? We sent it around by email this morning, so you might have already seen it, or maybe you saw it before. Show of hands, how many saw the Chevy Christmas commercial? Okay, it's not the majority, so I'll do a little recap. It's a commercial officially, I would call it a short film. The setting is beautiful. A beautiful home decorated to the nines for Christmas with a family, young and old, coming in and out, preparing for a feast, giving of presents. And then they pan out and you see Grandma sitting in the corner, well-beloved, but in many ways absent because her memory is going. Her husband turns to their daughter when she asks, how it has been, and he says, there's good days and bad days. Some days she doesn't even recognize me. Their adult granddaughter, remarkably not distracted by her phone at the time, has a light bulb go off. She looks to her grandmother and realizes an opportunity to lead her on an adventure. She draws her out of her chair, across the living room floor, out the door, and outside to the family barn. They open the doors and there uncover the old vehicle, a 1972 Chevy Suburban. Over 50 years old, they grab the key, slide into the driver's seat, and it turns over on the first try. It's a nice film, but it's also a commercial for Chevy. Once the engine's going, they pull out of the driveway. The granddaughter finds an old A-track, John Denver, sunshine on my shoulder. They put it in, and as the song plays, and as they drive through the neighborhood, slowly but surely, the grandmother begins to have the veil drawn back, and she begins to remember who she is. First time I saw it, I cried like a baby. but I don't share it today because it's such a beautiful presentation of sentimentality. I share it today because this day, this day is about remembering who we are. Can I test your memory? Do you remember this story? A baby boy born far from his homeland, born in a dangerous world under a dangerous tyrant king who threatened his life. The boy survives that threat, grows to manhood, and shares the word of God, performing mighty wonders and signs, even feeding the multitudes with the bread from heaven and leading his people from death to new life. Do you remember it? I hope I get a nod from everyone at least on this day, because we know, of course, on this Christmas day, that that's the story of Jesus. But, but I hope you also know that on all those points, it's also the story of Moses, born not under Roman, but under Egyptian law. His life threatened not by Herod, but by Pharaoh. 
the mighty signs and wonders, not healings and walking on water, but the plagues and passing through the Red Sea. And that bread from heaven? No, not the Eucharist, which he invites us to partake in, but the very manna that fed the Israelites through their wanderings in the desert to lead them to freedom. No, not the freedom of heaven, not yet, but the freedom of the promised land. The similarities between Moses and Jesus, highlighted by our gospel today, while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. These similarities, they do not diminish who Jesus is and why we celebrate his birth this birth this day but only emphasize it. For Jesus is the fulfillment of all that came before him. Yes, Moses and Abraham and David, all the prophets and priests of old, all those that spoke the truth and goodness of God, he's the fulfillment. That's why this gospel is so important. The gospel we hear today, all the gospels for Christmas, I'd invite you, read through all four of them. They started with the genealogy yesterday evening. All the horse thieves that were in the ancestry of Jesus, all pointing the way to him. Last night we heard the famous one that Linus quotes in the Peanuts. I'll tell you what Christmas is all about. The census, the army of angels, and that family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And in the morning's Mass today we heard of the the shepherds going in haste to share this good news. But today, now, we hear the prologue of John's gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It's high theological, high poetic language, but it is also language that reveals the significance of this day that he came and dwelt among us. The same one who was born in the manger was with God from the beginning of time. And he comes to dwell. Yes, to dwell among us, but also to remind us of who we are, of what we're, what we're all about. Like the granddaughter in the five-minute film, Jesus, Jesus stares us in the face and leads us on an adventure, no, not in a 50-year-old Chevy, but in a 150-year-old church, actually a 2,000-year-old church, on this great adventure of life. Some will point out it's too good to be true. The commercial, it is. Some of us have known the, the ugliness of Alzheimer's in their own families and friends, and we're never given a a little sunshine, sunshine on my shoulder kind of moment. It's hard. But even that acknowledges the truth that the darkness is real. The darkness that John tells us is not over, does not overcome the light. It can. The light can never be overcome, but we can choose. We can choose to let it overcome us. Darkness can be eternal. But on this day, on this day that we hear of the hope of light, we acknowledge that 
No, there is hope. There is something more. Not just for, not just for one day, but for all the days of our lives to remember. The commercial ended with a meal. The granddaughter brings her grandmother back to the house. There's a beautiful reunion with her husband. And then the high point, they enter again into the house, into a beautifully decorated home to come to a table. We likewise come to an altar to share in communion, to share in his life. For some gathered at the altar this day, their lives have become very foggy. For some, it, it just seems like darkness. For others, they see it in the full radiance of, of the day and don't miss a thing. And most of us are, are somewhere in between. But to each and every one, he comes to us. He looks us in the eye. He looks us in our hearts. And he invites us to share in the adventure of love.